Hi guys, happy Thursday, it's almost the weekend, yay. Um, so yeah, introduce myself, I'm Beth, I'm a mental health blogger, I blog over at www.memyselfandmentalhealth.wordpress.com uh, I've also got Twitter and Instagram and my handle on both of those is at memymh uh, So yeah, you can find me on them too if you haven't been reading my posts or following, you know, the, the recordings, then what I'm doing is recording my blog posts as well as writing them, because I know that some people can find it hard, if not impossible, to sit and read through a blog post. Um, so I want to make them accessible to everybody, because everybody has mental health, everybody experiences up and down days. Um, I mainly talk about OCD and depression um, because OCD is something I live with on a daily basis and depression is something that I went through in my last year of university. So I have quite a lot of experience with the two, I'd say. Um, and I was going to be relatively organised this week. Um, wasn't really doing much today, not working at the moment. So um, I've just finished my counselling masters. So I'm sort of waiting i was waiting to see what happened applying for jobs going for interviews and things like that so yeah i'm not really doing much at the moment so today i had a free day to sit and do some writing and i had some lots of blog posts planned in my mind i was going to sit and write them all out and do all these recordings and then around lunchtime i got a phone call off a charity who um i went for an interview with them last week and i got the job yeah woohoo which is the first ever like proper career sort of job that I've ever had. So that's really exciting. I'm, I'm like a I'm like an adult now, which is scary. <laughs> but um, this good news sort of scuppered my day a little bit because I find that when I get good news uh, or bad news, at that, to be honest, I get really overwhelmed and I find it difficult to process what's gone on. Um, so. Yeah, I found it really difficult to concentrate because I just felt so overwhelmed by what had happened. So I like went out for a walk, cleared my head and then came and sat down to write this week's blog post. So basically everything that I had planned for today, I haven't done. But for a good reason. I'm happy about that. Um, so, yeah, anyway, to get on to this week's blog post, I have called it the ways I cope, manage and live with OCD. Um and it's basically in a bit of a list form. So I'm just going to read out what I've written, to be honest. Um, so I've put after reading a book called Taking Control of OCD, Inspirational Stories of Hope and Recovery, which is by David Veal and Rob Wilson, I believe. Um, I'm pretty I know that David Veal is a is a psychotherapist or he does he is um experienced with ocd he's written quite a few books on the topic um and i bought this book because i don't like reading some i don't like reading textbooks and i don't like reading um you know those sort of like self-help books that are like just do this and do that and like everything will be fine does a have you not been doing this your whole life um, I hate those sort of books. I like reading about real life and the way real people cope. Um, and it was a really good book in terms of that, like reading lots of different accounts um, of how what the people's OCD is uh, and how they deal with it. Um, 
And I was inspired by one chapter in particular for this week's blog post. So the author of this chapter, and unfortunately, but I can understand why, it's all confidential. They don't have the author's names anywhere. Um, I'd really like to get in touch with this author. So, you know, if you're listening, give me a bell. Um, so, yeah, the, they list the way that they cope with OCD, which made me both laugh and cry. I agreed with every single one. So for this week's blog post, I'm going to write my very own individualised list to remind myself of the ways I cope, manage and live with OCD. Uh, and, yeah, I've basically gone on to just write a list. So I'm going to read out them one by one. Uh, so number one, talk to people. Talk, 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 talk. Can't remind you enough to do that. People can't read minds. They don't know what's going on there. Two, you can manage and live alongside your OCD, even when it doesn't feel like it on the toughest days. Three, things will get on top of you. When life is stressful, OCD will most likely become aggravated and it will be difficult. But just know that it's happened before and things got better. Things can always get better. Four, it's okay to laugh at OCD especially some of the bizarre things that it can make pop into your head. Humour is important and laughing at yourself is crucial. Look up at the sky from time to time, particularly at night when the stars are out, and remind yourself how small you are in this huge world. Remember, you are the main character in your own life, but not in everybody else's. And I think what I mean by that is that OCD, my form of OCD, makes me feel really overly responsible for things and as though I've made more of an impact in people's lives than I probably actually have. Um, and to sort of remind myself that I'm the main character of my own story, of my own life, and everything seems really important and sort of comes back to me, revolves around me. I like to remind myself that that's, you know, not true for everybody. It's not true. Um, people, people are the main characters of their own life. And they're the ones they're concerned with themselves, not in a self-centered way, just in a that's the way it is. Uh, six, the anxiety passes. When an intrusive thought pops into your head, it makes you feel so horrible. The urge to do something about that through a ritual is almost overpowering. But when you do hold back from doing this and sit with the anxiety, notice how it soon passes. The importance to carry out that ritual diminishes and you forget it was ever there at all. On that same note, sometimes the anxiety may be overpowering and you can't shake it. Oh, this is number seven, by the way, sorry. Uh, and you can't shake it. Or maybe you're having a bad day and can't reason with OCD as much as usual. Be kind to yourself about that. Let the ritual happen and don't feel bad for doing that. Not everyone is on top form all the time. And I think that's something that I learned from CBT, really, is to always challenge the intrusive thoughts and the rituals and you know, stop yourself from doing it, argue with OCD. And really, some days you just can't, some days you're just exhausted, and it seems too difficult. And then when I carry out a ritual, I feel, I feel shit, basically, for, for doing that. Um, and I've got to, I've got to be kind to myself sometimes, sometimes I've got to, you know, realise that, although it's probably not the best thing, because it will reinforce that behaviour to make me do it again, that anxiety might be too much to deal with that day. And by doing a ritual, I can sort of transfer it um, and get rid of it. And that's OK. Uh, number eight, spend time with people that calm the anxiety and make you forget OCD exists. 
Number nine, enjoy the little things and find beauty in everything, even if that just means a good cup of tea or a butterfly flying past. Number 10, remember that exercise does help. I know how much effort it is and how lying on the sofa watching American Horror Story is so much more appealing, which I'm watching like religiously at the moment. But when you're actually outside strolling or running in the fresh air, it really helps to clear that foggy brain. And that's one that sort of came to me today after I got that job offer. Like it was so exciting and wonderful and amazing. Um, and I was really happy about it, but I was so overwhelmed. And what I needed to do was just get outside, be in the fresh air, be in nature um, and just clear my head. And that really helps me. Uh, number 11, be open to other people's opinions, beliefs and experiences. Everybody deals with OCD and other mental health illnesses in different ways. And you can learn so much from taking that in, even if it means challenging your own ways of thinking. Number 12, you can be so unnecessarily hard on yourself. You're not making a fuss. If you need to explain to someone how you're feeling or talk a worry through, then do it. You are judging yourself more than other people are. Believe me. Number 13, you are so much stronger than you think you are. Going through depression in your last year of university didn't make you weak. Coping with OCD whilst dealing with whatever shit life throws at you isn't weak. If someone else shared those achievements with you, you'd be blown away by their strength. Give yourself some credit for God's sake. Be proud of yourself always. Don't hide who you are just because it might make someone else feel uncomfortable. What's important is that you're happy and free to be exactly who you're meant to be. Number 15. You wouldn't be you without your OCD. Look at how much it has helped you in life and where you're at now. And that is an amazing thing. So, yeah, that's this week's blog post. Uh, and that's just my list, really, for my own personal, um, you know, reminders, really. Uh, but it really helps me. That really helped me to write out that list. So it might be something that might help you, too. Um, so, yeah, that's that. Uh, I hope you've enjoyed this week's little audio episode. Um, yeah, you can find it on SoundCloud, which you might be listening to it on now, but you can also download it on iTunes. Um, so, yeah, if you want to like listen to my lovely little voice on the go, then you can do that. Um, yeah, so I think that's everything. And I will be writing another blog post next Thursday. and recording it too so I will talk to you then and take care see you soon